Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. There'll be order in the house. There'll be order in the house. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Season your. You know what it is? It's called the dimly lit room. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Calm, people. Calm. Calm is our general manager? Yeah, I know you hate the thematic uh, general managers. If you prefer a homo sapien, let's go with Josh Hawley. He's a senator. Senator from Missouri, and I'd like to cut of his jib on a few issues, but he's being, uh, he and Ted Cruz especially are being hauled up uh, to face the music for inciting the craziness yesterday, along with Donald J., of course. Darry. Um, People are talking about throwing him out of the Senate, Hawley. What's the process? People talk about a lot of crap that doesn't happen. People talk about a lot of crap that doesn't happen. There's no doubt about that. You repeat me again like that, I'm going to invoke the 25th Amendment. You know... Bump. 
Um, we got a clip we're going to play later from uh, one Charles Krauthammer, who we were big fans of when he was still alive. I'm still a fan of him. I didn't start hating him when he died. Um, <laughs> Good. But uh, a clip of him from several years back saying, if you constantly talk in apocalyptic terms... And both sides do this. Both you, sides absolutely do. If you constantly talk in apocalyptic talk in terms like terrorists do, for instance, and dictators, you end up with a lot of people getting really, really, really worked up. Mm-hmm. If, if, if everything you care about hinges on this election or this Supreme Court justice or this whatever, then yeah, people are, people are going to get pretty serious. And that is rarely the case. And as we see, it doesn't take too many people out of 330 million to cause a hell of a lot of damage, death, and, and trouble. So Grief. If, so if we could uh, turn that around and stop talking that way, um, I think it'd be very, very helpful. I don't know, I don't know how likely that is. What, what do you put the likelihood on that at? Zero? Mm, two to three percent. I've been listening to the mainstream media. They are absolutely delighting in all of this because it gives them an excuse to continue and even amplify their apocalyptic language, re-anybody to the right of Mitt Romney. Yeah. So uh, perhaps it would be a good day to at some point dig back up the Rahm Emanuel clip that uh, I liked highlighting right before the Supreme Court justice uh, a vote. Rahm Emanuel is one of the more reasonable politicians out there. But he said, if Amy Coney Barrett is on the court, women will be back in alleys and gays will be back in the closet. Oh, for God's sake. Yes, you could imagine uh, uh, coming up with violence to avoid that if you believed mm-hmm. that was the case. We can't say stuff like that. You know what? That's, that's interesting. That needs to be called the Jack Armstrong test. I could see this becoming a thing, as the kids say. When somebody makes a statement like that, the media, if they had any spine, any principles whatsoever, should say, well, now, if that's true, that would justify violence in opposing that, because that would be terrible. So you are saying violence is justified. And they'd have to, well, no, 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 no. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying they're ending democracy. That's, we need a war. We need to get armed now. Oh, no? Well, if make them account for that crap. Well, my entire life, every election has been the most important election of our lifetimes. So that's not a new phenomenon. I Correct. think that's always actually true, though. Yeah, and that that one's harmless enough. That's just like, that's the greatest show on earth. Right. That's hyperbole. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> greatest show on earth. Right. Nobody's harmed by that. The idea that the next Supreme Court justice is going to cause women to die in back alleys? Now, that's, uh, well, them's fighting words, yeah. literally. I don't know how uh, optimistic I am that, I don't know. Again, are we on a continuum towards something worse, or have we reached the end of a pendulum swing? I don't know. Well, all right, here, here's your handicapping, if you're a betting man. Uh, the chances that the Senate settles down and starts acting like the Senate again, I put it 72%. Really, I, th- I think it's uh, there's quite a good chance of that. Yeah. Uh, the the old men and women of the Senate have had enough of some of the young bucks, and they're going to sit them down. Uh, so I think there's a good chance of that. The House of Representatives uh, acting uh, more sane, I'd put it about nineteen <laughs> percent, and the media at zero uh, percent. Wow, zero. Well, they're still desperate for clicks. They're what? still ideologically biased as hell. They have zero what's, what's incentives. incentives. Yeah. Right, exactly. Zero Great in- minds thinking alike there, Sean. Zero incentive. That's a decent point. 
I mean, we, we've received some very, very nice emails from people uh, thanking us for our attempt to understand what's happening before we talk about it, reasonableness, etc. We're a niche show. <laughs> There's no money in being a niche show. <laughs> no. No, and if we weren't so stupid, we'd go ahead and pander, but they're stubborn or whatever it is. Anyway, there's uh, COVID stuff to talk about. Uh, a lot of stimulus, millions and millions of stimulus checks went out to people who didn't deserve them. When lots of people oh who did deserve them didn't get them. Oh, so boy. There, there's, there's plenty of things to talk about. That was all depressing. Is there anything not depressing? Oh, a lady sent us pictures of little bears playing. Little bears. Little bear cubs. That's not depressing. Awesome. Um, uh, the, you know, it's teamwork that makes the dream work, and that's why we introduce our media squad. That's our board operator, Michelangelo, right there. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Is that purple, that shirt you're wearing? Yeah, you know what? It was funny because when I pulled out the closet, the room was kind of dark, and so mm-hmm. I thought it was like gray or black, and then I realized it was purple. It might be a black shirt that has faded over time of washing <laughs> and drying. No, I think it's an actual purple shirt. Okay. Why, why are you prosecuting him, and why do you sound guilty, Michael? It's okay well, to wear purple. It is. No, I don't know if it Are is. Are we in a cult and I forgot you're not allowed to wear purple? I, was I, like, just the way, I like the way he was on his back foot as I asked that yeah, question. No, do you think you're some kind of a king or something wearing purple? Anyway, how are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. I I got uh, on Bloomberg.com. They have something where you can track how many people have actually received the vaccine, how many people have actually got the shot in the arm. And so far, Mm. as of this morning, it was 6.25 million. In the nation? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they were hoping for 20 million in December. It said that 22 uh, doses, you know, have been distributed. But as far as people actually getting it, it's only 6 million so far. And that's a state problem. Yeah, and then I had it broken states down by counties, states. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, yeah. that is absolutely amazing. But that's really the key to all of this. Is just they've just got to get that vaccine out. I keep thinking you got to have, you know, big tents where people can just drive up and you just give them the shot in the arm well, as they stick out their arm. Or something. Right, Michael. It strikes me that each state ought to, depending on its geography and population, set up between two and thirty vaccination centers put out the word look come with your frontline medical person id or this or that here are the locations come one come all get in line maybe even have a website that estimates the waiting time at each place so people can figure out maybe i'll try tomorrow but just set up a big ass tent and have people drive through and get the shot how hard is this? So we're well over a month into realizing that it's much slower than they'd hoped you'd have, you'd have thought we'd have come up with a fix for that in a month tell you what if you were to task the mcdonald's corporation with getting 25 million people vaccinated by the end of january it would happen yeah i guarantee it yeah you know or hyatt or 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 craft foods or practically any private enterprise what if you told an individual uh burger flipper that they will be sued for a million dollars if they accidentally give the vaccine to somebody who's not on the um, you know, uh, uh, vaccine equity minority been oppressed list. Right, of course they would. Then it, it would proceed with with brutal caution if they proceeded at all. Yeah, it would slow down quite a bit then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, coming up, we have some rather amusing audio about Oregon continuing to tie itself in knots over which intersectional group should get the vaccine first, and they're not quite sure who to give it to, so nobody's getting it practically. just um, unbelievable. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Well, keeping an eye on the uh, the rhetoric of at least the, uh, the cable news networks, we had uh, Joe Scarborough yesterday. Dropping a dropping an f bomb mm. just right there live on the air this morning. Attitude reflects leadership. Hugh Hewitt on the same panel drops a holy s bomb. 
Holy S. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Do we have that uh, Morning Joe clip still? Uh, from That's yesterday? funny. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to play that, yeah, because yeah, that was, that was that. later in the show. God, he had veins popping on his forehead. His eyes were bulging, spit flying out of his mouth. Yeah. Enraged. Well, well I think his point was, um, uh, you know, as a guy who lived in Washington, D.C. a lot, you regularly get harassed by the Capitol Police over very minor things, but you let people run into the building and sit in the Speaker's office. Yeah. I got well, screamed at by Capitol Police for being on the wrong side of a barrier as a guy was, you know, threatening nothing, doing nothing. I was just a tourist. Right. Yeah, yeah. How about, right. you, how about you make people don't run inside the building? <laughs> well, about everybody's getting fired. Yeah. A week and a half, two weeks before the inauguration. That's a little inconvenient. We'll talk about that as well. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, January 8th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. According to reports, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are preparing to file for divorce. Well, I hope they'll both take a good long look in the mirror. Oh, they will? Oh, they do that every day? That might have been the whole problem? Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I take no delight in, the, in no, those two kids. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Especially because they got a youngster or two, right? Couple, a little north and west and southeast and whatever. I, I get both of their reasons too. Apple. He's tired of the whole Kardashian lifestyle uh, in a fishbowl thing. Right. She's tired of his crazy. You're yeah. you're running a mega church now and maybe running for president. Oh, okay. Boy. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's really good. Uh, perspective, insight, baby bears. <laughs> All of that. Uh, so we'll catch up. You know, there's kind of one story yesterday, so there's a couple of days worth of news to get to among the latest developments in that other big story. So all on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Uh, we've read uh, pro- uh, quite a few, probably too many hate text emails, etc. Et Last couple of days, I don't know what the point of that is, but we got this one yesterday at the end of the show. Jack, Joe, fantastic show today, right on the spot with your analysis. I'm very proud to be a listener for over 10 years. Keep up the fantastic job you guys do every day. Um, I'm really reading that for the people who don't hate us, who listen, who think maybe I'm doing something wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate no that's coming yeah. in. Well, so. that's, that's a really nice thing to say. I would actually like to amend some of my comments from yesterday. I okay. think I understand something better. Okay. And I want to clarify it. All right. Because I just... Joe's I, walking I, back statements is what he's doing. Uh, no, I would say I'm just reflecting more information. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't After do pressure, it. walking back. <laughs> Mailbag. Oh, mm. dang it. And this is Flat the first Friday of the year. Right in the face. I would like to invoke the 25th <laughs> Amendment. He is no longer capable of being in charge of mailbag. We need Michael, to get smelling salts after that one. Michael broke both my ankles if you're a basketball fan. You're right. Gosh, it dang it. It's time good. to take I'll bet it did. And, and you know, the first Friday of the year, Michael. Who knows? Uh, Who knows what the streak might be? Wait a second. This is only the first week of the year? Yeah. Yeah. This is not, this is not December 39th. It's June, right? No, no. Doesn't it feel like it? Oh my God. This is the first week back from vacation. 
Yeah, yeah, the oh, fifth yeah. show feels like the 50th. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, hey, it's time to take a fun look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. 91%, nearly 92% of folks in Generation Z are making New Year's resolutions. You know what else is on your roof? Bird poop. A lot of it. Who? Violent Antifa and anarchists. What? Rampaging through Portland. Meanwhile, McDonald's drew a pentagram on the floor and the McRib came back. The health service is facing severe, perhaps close to unbearable pressure, and England is heading into another lockdown. Squirrel, what are you doing? You either bit me or scratched me on, on my neck, and then I must have like reached over or do something, and next thing I know, it's an MMA cage match, and I'm losing. With ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavored ice cream, and Christmas tree alcohol. But we must not imitate and escalate what we repudiate. We'll pause. Professors are in the building. Thank you. The United States Senate will not be intimidated. We will not be kept out of this chamber by thugs, mobs, or threats. To those who wreaked havoc in our capital today, you did not win. The best way we can show respect for the voters who were upset is by telling them the truth. But then Trump supporters come in and you open the fucking doors for them. The center of America is not Washington, D.C. The center of America is the neighborhoods where 330 million Americans are raising their kids and trying to put food on the table and trying to love their neighbor. Wow, cattle futures are up. That's a big, beefy cow to start off the year. You know, Michael, I think you gave me PTSD with that buzzer because when I said clips of the week and the cow sound came, I was like, oh, did I screw up again? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Mailbag. Okay, got that one right. We don't have very much time, but I wanted to get to this uh, quote from the late great Abraham Lincoln uh, sent along by Eli. From whence shall we expect the approach of danger? Shall some transatlantic military giant step the earth and crush us at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe and Asia could not by force take a drink from the Ohio River or make a track on the Blue Ridge in the trial of a thousand years. No, if destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we will live forever or die by suicide. Hey, now. Abraham freaking Lincoln. The late, great Abraham Lincoln. The man from Illinois. He said that before they had, like, airplanes and stuff, though. True. It was harder to get across oceans. (laughs) Or atom bombs. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, You know, we ought to do some bonus mailbag in a a few minutes, huh? I mean, we're out of time. Yeah, and we need to bring you up to speed on the very latest. um, You know, Trump made some statements yesterday. Nancy Pelosi's made some statements. Some other Republicans, where we are, and impeachment, and backing down, and 25th Amendment, all that stuff. Right. What are the chances Trump actually gets heaved? We'll tell you. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. All I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. And when it's over, it is over. It is over. That's the new clip that will end our show every day. When it's over, <laughs> it is over, and it is over. <laughs> so that, that was President Trump sounding, uh, uh, you know, like a normal politician, and Lindsey Graham, one of his, if maybe his most staunch supporter of any power, saying, it's over. It's over. Count me out. It's over. Right. Um, Meaning <laughs> the Trump era? I'm trying to remember the context, or was it the, the questions of uh, on the election, or... I think it was just his support for Trump. Yeah, I think I take I take it to mean Lindsey Graham is no longer going to be his uh, bulwark against anything. 
Trump um, is a f***ing idiot. Well, that was before. <laughs> Yikes. Um, so this, this is what I take from it. Uh, see what you think. Okay. So there's still plenty of talk about <clears throat> the 25th Amendment, although Vice President Pence has said he's not in charge or in favor of that, and without him on board, it, it can't happen. That was the ridiculous talk about things that will not happen that I referenced earlier. Okay. Um, as far as impeachment, which there's still a fair amount of talk about, um, and uh, Ben Sass just said, uh, Republican senator from Nebraska, he said if impeachment moves forward, he said uh, he would uh, he would he would be a vote you could count on. So um, I believe Mitt Romney, who was the only Republican to go with it the last time, said he prefers to wait it out. I think I saw that. Quote. Yeah. So to me, Trump sounding the way he sounded yesterday, what twelve days to go. I mean, it, to me, it showed he's not a guy who's like completely unhinged, has no sense of reality. Somebody got to him. Doesn't Do they understand. have an invention, intervention with, I don't know, Pence and Melania and, and Donald Jr.? I don't oh, know I don't, what happened. Do you need to have that? Have you ever uh, gone off half-cocked on anything and with further reflection realized, I don't know what I was thinking. I was really, that was a mistake. Do you mean I, so far today or in general? I certainly know I have without anybody of even course. pointing it out to me. Yes. I realize, oh, yes. okay, this is not, uh, that wasn't good. That was the wrong thing to say. I don't know Whoops. what I was thinking. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so to, to me, it, it, it just showed, you know, he's not a, a person that's completely lost it. See, the, the problem I had with a lot of the Washington Post, New York Times stories about he's an angry man pacing the pacing around the Oval Office, not talking to anybody, muttering to himself. That is the 500th article they've written saying that oh, yeah. since he took office. Right. So I don't none of that stuff means anything to me. And, and him sounding like a normal person yesterday. Plenty of stories out there from from Pence on down saying, you know, we're not going to do any. We're not going to follow any orders if they're illegal. It's, what's the point of going through an impeachment? Right. So to prevent him from running again. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the uh, folks I wouldn't, at, I wouldn't worry about that, <laughs> but but I understand the folks at the dispatch wrote an impassioned editorial yesterday <clears throat> advocating impeachment for that very reason to get him out of office so he doesn't do anything horrendous and can't ever run again. But as you point out, Jack, in the real world, I don't think there's any chance of that anyway. But. If I'm a Democrat, <clears throat> it's to my benefit that he's still out there as a possibility you know, the, the throwing out tweets and everything like that, that he's going to run and might get the nomination. If I'm a Democrat, I think it hurts us that he's off the stage. I actually think it helps the Republican Party. If he were impeached and removed and no longer can be a political player, I think that helps the Republican Party and hurts the Democrats. Long term. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things. Number one, the 25th Amendment thing. You want to talk about a constitutional crisis. If you were to take an amendment that is specifically tailored to deal with a president unable to function physically, um, to, uh, unconscious, uh, grievously wounded, it was passed uh, in, by a stroke. It was passed in 67 out of the uh, Kennedy assassination. Right. Not out right. of presidents saying crazy things. Right, exactly. Poor judgment is not a reason to invoke the 25th Amendment, and to do so would be a terrible, terrible thing. It would make uh, Josh Hawley look like Ben Franklin. You okay? absolutely would have people talking about it if, for instance, a George Bush was talking about invading Iraq. You'd oh, be yeah. talking about the 25th Amendment. 
Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden is trying to bring socialism to our system. That's that's insane. The 25th Amendment. So it's funny. The Washington Post has an article that allegedly uh, orders these things in terms of their likelihood, but they're wrong. Um, Impeachment and conviction is much more likely because you can do it in a crazy hurry. It would prevent Trump from running again, but that's extremely unlikely, too. And the reason... Nancy Pelosi is pushing the 25th Amendment so hard is because she knows it sounds like a joke, her talking about impeachment. Because of the ridiculous first one. You may recall it happened earlier or early in 2020 when the pandemic was sweeping across the globe. Well, how many of you'd think I'd know this since we just went through one almost exactly a year ago? Uh, how many votes do you need to, for impeachment? Uh, majority to impeach. Which would be effortless. Or no, gosh dang it, that's right. We, we just went through this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Quite a few votes, Jack. Quite a few. I think he'd have enough votes, though. I just don't know. Actually thinking about what's best for the country. I'm a guy who thinks Trump pardoning, uh, uh, Ford pardoning Nixon was clearly a good idea. Uh, even in retrospect. Clearly a mm-hmm. good idea. Best thing for the country. I, I just don't think it's good for the country to go through the impeachment. He showed himself he's not completely unhinged and crazy. There's 12 freaking days left. A two-thirds supermajority to convict a person of being impeached. So, so to boot him out, you need two-thirds. Right. I don't know if he could get that many Republicans. You might, though. You might. <coughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> might be the vid. Well, I had two very interesting and contrasting COVID experiences yesterday. Okay. <clears throat> I want to bring to you. Plus, the hilarious... I mean, it, it's tragic. It's it's horrifying. It's hilarious. It's horrifarious. Oregon's wrestling with itself over which woke super minority ought to get the, the vaccine in what order. It's just unbelievable. Uh, more on that to come. But a quick word from our friends, our sponsors at Simply Safe Home Security. Whether it's a break-in, fire, flooding, medical emergency, the 25th Amendment, Simply Safe Home Security <laughs> delivers award-winning 24-7 protection, arsenal of cameras and sensors, and the best professional monitors in the business. The simply part of simply safe is not that it's like a kind of a simple version of security. No, it's top notch security. It's the best out there, according to a whole bunch of different people that rate these things. The simple part is it's simple to set up yourself in about 30 minutes. It's simple to, to sign up for. It's simple to get out of the contract. That it's yep. simple to use. That's where the simple comes in. Yeah, there's no long-term contract and no installation fees. It's so much better. <clears throat> Excuse me. So go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong for a free security camera today because you're our listener. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. 60-day risk-free trial. You're not taking any risk at all. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I'm looking up at an ad in the New York Post, the best joggers for women. That's kind of the loose-fitting, uh, fancy sweatpants that are so popular during the uh, the working at home. Will, the loose-fitting ones. Will grown-ups wear tight pants or uncomfortable clothes ever again? Well, as yoga, a pants, as yoga a pants don't count because those are said to be very comfortable. Oh, I'm sure they are, yeah. yeah. I've never had them on, but I'm sure they are. Um, will, will people wear uncomfortable clothes ever again? As a mass. I mean, individuals will, obviously. but just In America? Yeah. I just don't know if we ever will. And it never really made sense, did it? To make to, to wear the most uncomfortable clothes you own all day long at work? No, it's, it's definitely the product of a bygone era. Yeah, what's the point? What was ever the point? 
Well, right. You, you look at Victorian gentlemen and their hat, their vest, their waistcoat, their overcoat, their starched collar, their spats, and God knows what else. I don't even know what else. It was all just a fancy pantsery, and we're past it. <laughs> fancy pantsery. Oh, friend, uh, speaking of that sort of thing and changes uh, to the American workplace, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of a friend works for Oracle. And I wish I had the actual email in front of me. And if you have it, forward it, please, to mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But Larry Ellison sent out an email saying, uh, guys, we're closing down our uh, our big Silicon Valley headquarters. Uh, you have three choices. You can work from home uh, for good. You can go to one of these five centers. Uh, or I suppose you can move on with your life. Uh, I'll be working from uh, my giant mansion. He didn't say that in uh, Hawaii. Uh, and uh, we'll hold video conferences. Aloha. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's going to be a lot of that mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons that we've discussed, I think. But Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we work in a there, this is a, we got a lot of office space here. There ain't been no human beings here. It's been nice for going on a year. What percentage of the radio ranch would you say is occupied right now? I'm picturing 5%. It ain't much. I'd it's, it's I'd say ten because of the radio studios. But well, if you counted yeah, all the offices and and the big conference rooms, which you, you might as well play racquetball in them for today. However many offices exist here, two are being used. The sales pit. That's <laughs> like twenty percent of the entire operation. That's empty. Yeah, and yeah, has been craziness. for a year. And 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 in many cases, uh, companies are finding themselves to be quite productive. So, oh yeah, even more productive in some cases. Oh, well, the future is upon us, thanks to the freaking Chinese bat fever. Coronavirus! A couple of contrasting points of view on that, the hilarity of Oregon's wokeness. Uh, I'd like to hear from you. Always text line 415-295-KFTC. As always, I'm keeping an eye on that South African strain, the COVID mutation. What's going on with it? Because since we took a day off from COVID yesterday, the whole world did. All that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So a player in an NBA game uh, last night found out he had the COVID during the game, got the test back. I don't know how that happens. So they pulled him out of the game. Did they stop the game? What do they do in that situation? Wow. Pulled him out of the game, I guess. And the team is quarantining in that city, not doing their scheduled travel as they con- contact trace. And NCAA, which remember they canceled the the the, the March Madness last year. They're they're pra- they're practicing basketball. They're calling it, trying to figure out how to make the season work. Mm. Why does everything have to have a cutesy name? Who decided that was necessary? I don't know, but I want them hauled up in front of the court of justice. Oh yeah, twenty fifth amendment for them. So. uh had a couple of experiences COVID-wise yesterday. COVID-wise yesterday, I ran into a friend of mine, Brian, in the uh, uh, gas station. We were gassing up near the neighborhood, and he. Uh, we talked about a number of things. He's a practical man. He's a, uh, a mechanical man. He used to race cars. A really good guy. But um, we were talking about the COVID. He had it. He got over it. He said he had the sniffles for three days, like several other uh, golf buddies of mine. And and uh, I said, Yeah, we're doing this and that and the vaccine. He says, Man, everybody's going to get it. Everybody's gonna get it. Just a question of when. I wonder so I thought, about. I've wondered about that from the beginning, and I I want, still do. 
And, and well, and then we got this note from DL. Uh, heard you making reference to feeling like just going out and exposing yourself to the coronavirus to get it over with. I was kind of the same until it breached our family bubble before Christmas. My wife basically had the flu for 10 days. Our teenage kids barely affected. But now I'm li- li- living with lingering daily symptoms, dizziness, oh boy. headaches, nausea that show no signs of easing weeks later. Uh, I'm in my 40s, was in very good health before all this, and I thought I'd just shrug it off, but Chairman Xi's bat virus sucks. Yeah, our uh, 20-something, like early 20, like maybe 20 years old, babysitter-slash-helper sort of person that got it, and we haven't seen now from her. She was really sick for two and a half months. Wow. 20-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Someday we'll know why people are affected so differently, but we don't at this point. Um... Let's see. Uh, Oh, we got this. Uh, Paul says, look, guys, every Chick-fil-A has a line of 50 cars waiting for the chicken sandwich. Just jab folks while they wait. Same for Starbucks and In-N-Out and McDonald's. You particularly want to jab people that eat chicken? Or I'm not sure I follow you. (laughs) Set up in any mall parking lot with a rental truck, a generator, and a freezer. Let's get people vaccinated. Speaking to the incredible bureaucratic log jam that's happening. What if you accidentally gave a straight white male the shot? You get a million dollar fine. Well, that would be, uh, that wouldn't be equity. Uh, here's a news report on the wokest of the woke, Oregon, struggling to figure out how to equitably distribute the vaccine. Clip 20, Sean. In deciding who's next, OHA's Vaccine Advisory Committee has been asked to focus on health equity by making sure the vaccines get to those who have been disproportionately impacted by COVID-19. The committee did start that conversation. However, they did not make any concrete decisions today about who will be included in the next group that gets the vaccine. The committee held a meet and greet on Tuesday, but during today's first official meeting, it took an hour and a half just to get through introductions where committee members were asked to share their word of the day. Do you have a word for today? Yes, I think my word for today is the same as my word every day, which is action oriented. My word for today is um Decolonization. This is my word for today would be pensive. No, this and is- for me the word today would be um, I think somebody said compassion, but also trust. Trust. It's two words. Gina. Trust is really important. This is one real. committee member I spoke with after said if they continue at this pace, they won't be done until August, and pointed out that Oregon is already behind other states in holding these committee meetings and rolling out vaccines. OHA said the long introductions were needed during this first meeting to lay the foundation for future meetings where they will make concrete decisions. Oh my God. That, is that that's an excerpt from Portlandia, yeah, right? It's a, a brilliant that, parody. Yeah, you're right. That's from Portlandia. It was writ, written by Fred Armisen. That's a joke. Or the only other option is liberalism is actually a mental disease. My you word be- of the day is decolonization. And nobody raised their hand and said people are dying. People can't open their businesses. They're losing everything they have because of COVID. People are committing suicide. Only kids aren't learning. The only right. way we can stop this is getting the vaccine into people's arms, and we're going through the room and doing our word of the day before the we get around. Before we get equity. around to even discussing it, with our focus on making sure historically marginalized populations are first in line. That's our focus. This is, is astonishing. That is insanity. You are you are crazy people. 
I'm I'm so stunned by that. I'm, I know. I'm having difficulty forming words. I, I, if I were in that I'm meeting, alternating between just wanting to crack up and rage. It reminded me of a a city council meeting that I intended that I attended that wasn't that crazy, but there were people saying crazy stuff like that, and I thought, I don't think there's any kind of a conversation here. I mean, we're so far apart. There's there's no there's no like reasoning the, the the way they see the world versus the way i see the world they're just there's no way we could come together well and they Our have word the, of the day the defensiveness and and vehemence of the cultist too and if you challenge their religious practices and make no mistake a lot of progressivism is it's religious it's cultish in nature you you look at the you know the, the articles of faith and uh and and casting out of uh, blasphemers and the rest of it. So if you were to say, well, look, your word of the day, why don't we talk about what parking lots we can put a big tent up in? My word of the day is decolonization. Mine is equity. What are you doing? They would react with with anger and horror and call you a fascist. Right. Um, Great, Scott. So where did that? How did, where did you come across that? That's a that's a news report. From the, uh, I think, uh, KOIN? And, uh, and was it... Per- uh, an alert listener sent that along. W- 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 did any part of the news report say, these people are freaking out of their minds? Or did they present that as this, if that makes sense? <laughs> no. No. Oh, yeah, there it was. It's Ross. Thanks, Ross. We appreciate it. That is that is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. We're I know. We play have to... that every hour. That I is know. amazing. I know. It's a Wow. It's hard to imagine why we're falling behind and not getting anything done. God, and you know there's so many meetings kind of like that at every step of the way. Well, and listen, if they spent three and a half minutes going around the room giving their word of the day like they're five-year-olds, okay, that's three and a half minutes. But the the problem is the attitudes that that displayed, that that showed, that that it made it clear that they were there to signal their virtue and be good, dreamy hippies instead of getting something done. Nobody said, this is an emergency. Can we skip the word of the day today? And what the frig do you mean by decolonization? We're talking about a drug to save lives. Wow, that is holy crap! That is really, really. It's contagious mental illness. Wow, shared delirium. Yeah, like you said, I don't even know how to react to that. Where are the grown-ups? Seriously, where are the adults who understand responsibility? You don't get voted in. You don't have a. You don't have a say in those things. No, Um, because you're a fascist. And Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— with new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.